Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, do I still have a chance? Well, I've got five emails I'm going to go through with you today, and all five of these guys are basically trying to figure out if they can recover situations that they're involved in. Some of them are the guys trying to get an X back, some are guys, things went sideways with women that they were dating or trying to date. But before we get into the first email, I got a quote that I wrote that I want to share with you. And it says, fear is the greatest robber of people's dreams and also what holds them back from moving on from bad situations and relationships that have run their course. Most people don't like to be single out of their fear that they will never find anyone or find anyone better. Healthy relationships with healthy people who have similar goals and values to you are effortless and easy. Relationships full of drama, conflict, pain, rejection, and disappointment are like swimming upstream in a river or being stuck in a rip current. If you keep swimming against the current, eventually you will wear yourself out and drown metaphorically. There are six and a half billion people on this planet with the sexes being fairly evenly split. If you are tired of struggling with people in relationships that no longer serve you or that are full of drama, challenges, and difficulty, your odds of finding someone whose goals and values are more aligned with your own are pretty good. Life is too short to settle for less than what you really want and deserve. You should choose very carefully the person who you spend your life with because 95% of your happiness or misery will come from that one decision. That's something to think about. So let's go ahead and jump into the first email. If you hear a little beeping in the background, it's like been going on for a while. There's something wrong with the fucking fire alarm system in the building or whatever, but it's paying the ass just have to deal with it because I'm fucking dealing with it. So first guy says, hey coach, I'm responding to, an e this is for an emergency email response that I sent to you. Anyways, I was wanting to talk to you about a new situation I have with a girl that I'm dating and how to handle it. I'll go into detail in a second, but the gist of it is that we have been dating for a month and she just wants to be friends with benefits. Hang out, have fun, hook up. That's all a guy really needs to focus on. Men really should stop worrying about a relationship and commitments and all of those things and just focus on hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. Because when guys start worrying about anything other than that, they end up complicating things and just driving the girl away. And I go through countless emails where that happens to be the case. So he says, I met her a month ago when I was doing runs for the job, for my job at her place of work. He says, I flirted with her. And, and then, by the way, this guy's a firefighter, so I wonder if the fire department's going to be showing up here pretty soon. <laughs> he says, I flirted with her and, and did the name test. He says, I asked her her name and she didn't ask mine. Well, it's usually not a really good sign. He says, I thought she wasn't interested, so I said, nice meeting you, and left. I went to the next place I had to inspect, and when I returned to my squad car, she had left her number on my vehicle. Huh. Interesting. So when a woman doesn't tell you, her, when she doesn't ask you what your name is, sometimes it's possible that she's completely nervous. That's why in my book I give you numerous things to look for to determine whether or not a girl is interested. That's just one simple test. He says our first date, and that's why you should use multiple things that I talk about in my book to determine a woman's interest and not just look at one particular thing and say, oh, she's in or she's out. It's a combination of factors. You've got to think of yourself as kind of like Sherlock Holmes trying to discover whether or not she's really into you or not.
He says, our first date went extremely well. We had drinks, good conversation, and I made her laugh often. And at the end of the date, when she drove me to my car, we ended up making out and fooling around for like 30 minutes. Nice. He says, she was then all over, then she was over at my house almost every night for two weeks. I was really into this girl. She made me wait like five or six days to sleep with me. Well, usually it takes by the second or third date. And this just comes with practice, time and repetition. And you're getting that, obviously, because this guy originally came to me, he was trying to get an ex back that really wasn't good for him. And this is, so in the meantime, while he's waiting for things to turn around with his ex, he's meeting new girls and hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. <clears throat> he said, which I thought was cool, because most girls don't make me work that hard. It's true, though. It's like the longer a woman makes you wait to sleep with her, the more you're going to respect her. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Because then you start to, if she sleeps with you, like, right away, sometimes you, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, who else is she doing this with? But when you meet somebody and you have a great connection, meaning you feel like you've been with them forever already, like you've known them forever, then, yeah, that's really magical as well because she's not holding back. She's just acting upon what she feels with you. So it's, there's, there's two different ways to look at it. He says, she also was very honest and open with me, telling me that she had only slept with one guy, and eventually she had told me that she was date-raped when she was a teenager. Well, I guess that would be pretty good that you got through the five... Because some women have been... Because I've dated a lot of girls over the years that have been raped at some point. It usually happens like in their teenage years. They get themselves into a situation, they tell the guy no, and he just doesn't stop. And some women, it affects them obviously very traumatically. And so it's, I'd say it's a good thing that it doesn't, because at least so far, it doesn't seem to have affected her and her ability to be with you. He says, I was really feeling like there was an emotional connection beginning, and I did all things right. I never texted her except to see when she was coming over that night, and I never brought up relationship talk. Well, so far, so good. He says, one night two weeks ago, things got weird. We had our first awkward moment. We were talking about Christmas and she told me how she hates Christmas and that she doesn't see her family at all. She hasn't seen her father in four years and that she hasn't seen her siblings in a year apiece. She also told me that she doesn't care for her mom too much. He says, I told her that that was so foreign to me because I can't imagine not seeing everyone on both sides of my family at least once a year and spending time and telling them that I love them. Could mean that she has daddy issues if she's not, you know, or her, she could have grown up in a shitty family like the family that I grew up in where they're just not close like that. I mean, for most of my 20s, I would only see my parents once or twice a year and I really didn't like being around them because they were just, they're just kind of weird. I mean, my mother was a psychotic schizophrenic, so she was, sometimes when she was on her medication, she was fairly normal, but when she was off it, she was just totally fucking loony. And it's like my dad was too weak to do anything about it and he just kind of let that shit happen until it got to a point where he had to do something about it. And, and then what typically would happen, the sheriff's office would show up and it'd take three deputies to put my little 110-pound mother in the back of a squad car and handcuff her. And I remember one time I went to uh, – she was working in accounting and she just fucking had a flip-out episode. She started seeing like demons and spirits and all kinds of weird shit and – and uh, so I got a call from her boss and like, you need to come get your mother. And so I showed up, the fire department was there, the police were there. And so they ended up taking her away in handcuffs and she was just laughing the whole time. It's just, 
And then so she was committed for like two weeks after that. It was just a fucking freak show, you know? So it's like, who wants to be around that? And it's like the doctors that were involved helping my mother really didn't do much. Their, their solution was just, oh, give her a pill, and that was it. Well, she was a very strong-willed person, and so she was on the medication. She wanted to get herself off, and so she'd wean herself off. And like my dad, I remember, would do things like standing in the bathroom and watching her swallow the pills. She just put it under her tongue and then spit it out when he wasn't looking. And then, of course, a month or two later, she would flip out and have another psychotic episode. It was just a fucking freak show. So it's like sometimes you grow up in families that are just weird and they got fucked up situations. It happens. But you got to look at her behavior and, and how that has affected her. And I know if you read my book, you know, I was pretty, my relationships were pretty messed up that I had in my, my 20s. He says, to which she replied to me, I don't feel like I can be that with anyone. It was a really weird moment and she left shortly afterwards. I tried hanging out with her the next two nights, which she blew me off saying, oh, I'm just not feeling well tonight. Well, when a woman says that, then you just say, all right, well, give me a call when you feel better because I'd love to see you. And then you got to let her call you. You don't continue to call each night and try to get her to go out with you. Now you're chasing. And this is part of when you're trying to get things right and you're trying to overcome this stuff. It's like, because you're like, I'm sure the way you're rationalizing is, hey, we've been hooking up for two weeks. Everything's been great. So I should be able to call her a couple of nights in a row. But what you don't realize is you're going right back to your, your old behavior. I mean, think about it. You call this girl and you want to spend your valuable time with her. And she's like, eh. Then when you, when you get that kind of a response, you say, great. Well, give me a call when you feel better. Or give me a call when your schedule opens up and we'll plan something then. It's like a game of tennis. You've got to let the other person hit the ball back over. And this is, what, this is what I talk about, getting complacent. Cause, and one of the women I wrote about in my book was like, this things were going great for the first few weeks. And then she started testing me. And because I was like, hey, we're spending all this time together. Everything's great. I can let this shit slide. And then all of a sudden, she starts canceling dates on me. And that's what happens. And then I kept pursuing and chasing because I was thinking of all the great weeks that we had just had together. And that's why you time and repetition. you got to practice this stuff. Because this is how you learn. He says, so I did the pull-away test and didn't text her until she texted me. Good. It, you caught yourself. That's good. He says, two days went by and she texted me seeing how I was doing and wanting to hang out. As we started hanging out again, she was over almost every night. We had sex and went out and stuff, but I felt like now we weren't progressing. Like we were just sitting idle. That tells me that you're focused on the relationship. I got to get her, like lock her down to a commitment. We're spending all this time together. She should be wanting to be... My girlfriend at this point, and you're so you're going right back to the old bad behavior that got you dumped from your ex-girlfriend. He says, I really tried not to think too much into it and just have a good time. And after sex, we had a really good pillow talk where she snuggles in my arms and opens up to me. She told me that she has trust issues because her dad secretly cheated on her mom and had a whole and he had a whole other family in Honduras. Kind of sounds like my my grandfather was on my mother's side. He. It was before the war, before World War II. He had a, a family with another woman. He had three or four kids. I, I can't remember the exact amount. But when he met my grandmother, it's like he just ditched his family. And, and so my mother and her two sisters, all through growing up, they never even knew about this other family because they never talked about it. And he was, a, he was a bit of a fruit loop as well. He says eventually she brought up that she doesn't want a relationship and just wants friends with benefits. You're focused on a relationship, bro. Look what's happening. It's causing problems for you. Still, your old bad behaviors. It's like it tries to creep in. Those weaknesses, they're hard to get rid of. You know, it's kind of like a turd that won't fucking flush. He says she just got out of a three-year relationship a few months ago. 
He says, I've never had a friends with benefits or relationship. I mean, that's what it is. When you start dating somebody, you're literally friends because you love hanging out together, but you also have sex. Hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. That's how a relationship starts. When until the woman feels that strong connectional, that strong emotional connection and that bond until she gets over her trust issues, if you will, she ain't going to bring it up. And so this is in her way of trying to say, I really like you. I want to keep you in my life. So let's just keep it friends with benefits and leave the relationship stuff out of it. She's helping you because she likes you. He says, so I'm get, I guess I'm just confused on how to handle it and how to handle her. You're complicating things totally unnecessarily, bro. Hang out and have fun, hook up. You're getting laid. What's the fucking problem here, dude? All I got to have a label to feel good about myself? A boyfriend, girlfriend label? I got to have a commitment to feel good? It's like, come on, dude. You're headed down the same path that led you getting rejected by the first woman that originally brought you to my work. He said, but it's always, every situation is a little different. It's like, as soon as you think you get it, you get a curveball like this thrown in there. He says, she's a very different girl from any that I have ever met. She likes her privacy. She has no social media and has never texted or called me to see what I'm doing or how my day is going. She has no strong relationships with any of her friends and family. And for a girl that has only been with one guy before me, I find it weird that she is so unattached. You're acting like a woman, bro. Look, think about what you're talking about here. You're acting like, why doesn't he want to be with me? You're acting like a fucking woman. Cut it out. It's weak. And if, do you think James Bond would be talking like this? Would you think he'd be complaining about this situation? I think not. And finds it so easy to be friends with benefits. Yet she tells me that if I start sleeping with someone else, she won't sleep with me. And she swears that she's not sleeping or talking to someone else. It takes at least two solid months of doing everything right. But the problem is you're fucking things up about three, four weeks into this by focusing on the relationship. So you're setting yourself back literally to like the first week of the courtship. So you're her falling in love with you and wanting to be totally exclusive and be boyfriend and girlfriend, it's like two months away. That's what happens. It's like you keep going back. You know, it's like like playing a video game. It's like once you, you get to a certain level and you lose all the lives you have, you gotta start over at the beginning. He says she really doesn't come off as a liar to me though, and I'm not sure what to do. Hang on a fun and hook up. What's the fucking problem? On one hand, I know what I want. I want a girl that has direction in life and knows what she, that she wants to be with me. Be patient. Be infinitely patient. And I don't think that is her. She's a pot smoker who has no idea what she wants to do with her future. That's why you should be hanging out, having fun, and hooking up with other women. It's really none of her business. She doesn't want to be exclusive. She doesn't want to be in a relationship. She wants to be friends with benefits. You're not committed to her. It's really none of her business what you're doing. You want what you want. But you're trying to settle and make this girl into what you want. And it's not working. It's causing problems for you. Maybe she's just not emotionally available. Maybe she's not mature enough yet. Maybe she's just a fucking Fruit Loop. He says, on the other hand, I'm intrigued by the challenge of getting her to like me and make her want me as her boyfriend. Again, more focused on relationship. This is counterproductive. She's very attractive and a lot of fun to be with. What's the fucking problem with that, dude? I guess I shouldn't look like look a gift horse in the mouth, you think? And should just be happy and accept it for what it is, which is I'm getting laid. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Duh. I probably should just follow the three H's. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Ding. We have a winner. And see where it goes. Ding, ding. I'm currently talking to a new girl, which I'm going out with on a date tonight. 
Should I be honest with her and tell her I'm dating another woman? It's none of her fucking business. Cause why? She's probably dating two or three other guys. Who do you think you're fucking fooling here? Women have been doing this for a lot longer than you have, bro. It's like, welcome to the party. She says, or only tell her if she asks. Just say, yeah, I'm dating, but I haven't found that really special girl that I really want to be with and have a relationship with. That's your answer to that. Tell me what you think about her and about my friends with benefits situation. I think it's awesome. What's the fucking problem? Don't complicate things. Stop acting like a woman. Play ball. Have fun, bro. It's your life. Be the king of your kingdom. Be like James Bond. You think he's going to stress about it? I think not. So let's get into the second email. This guy says, Hey, Corey, thanks for all the work and effort you've put in to share your experience and help me with your book and videos on YouTube. I've learned a lot. I've been applying all that you have taught and I can see the difference recently. My ex who broke up with me about two months ago for the same reasons you give in your videos, which was I acted needy, I acted like a complete nice guy catering to all her needs and wishes. Also, that is not the worst part. I was in an exclusive relationship with this woman and I never even slept with her once in these four months. He's put some parentheses, I know, how pathetic. Hey, man, I've been there. Been there, done that. And that's really a reflection of you and how you're showing up and how you're exhibiting your dominant behavior or lack thereof in that particular case. Because I wouldn't agree to be exclusive with anybody if the sex isn't there and, and the romance and the love isn't there. It's like, just think about it. You wait all that time and then you find out they really suck in bed? No way. This is a modern age. Women are successful. They can make good money on their own. They don't need a man for anything. He says, this is the first time I had gone this long without sex because I liked her a lot. Ah, you put her on a pedestal. Eh, Wrong. Usually I never got past the fourth date with a woman in the past without having sex. At first she was really into me and we would see each other two to three times a week at least and every time after I took her home, she would text me saying how much she enjoyed my company and that she was always missing me. Great, why don't you come on over and spend the night then if you can't stand to be away from me. Text that back to her. I miss you too. Come over and spoon with me and we'll see what pops up. She said she liked me a lot, but sometimes I would feel otherwise because she never introduced me to any of her friends that tells you exactly how she feels about you romantically. She's keeping you at a distance. Women don't introduce you to their friends and family until they feel comfortable. And never added me to her Facebook, which I honestly really didn't care at first because I thought Facebook was drama and I'd rather not be on hers. All of my past relationships never worked because I had anger issues and always wanted everything my way. So you get mad and take your toys and go home and you wouldn't want to play in the sandbox anymore? So with this girl, I thought I'd change it around and try the slow, good guy approach. I.e. Mr. Nice Guy. With a giant set of fucking blue balls that are ready to explode. They're like the size of watermelons at this point. Keep in mind, I had not read your material until like one month after she broke up with me. But cutting the long story short, when she broke up with me because she said that when I got mad, I spoke to her rudely and that I always wanted everything my way. Which I think is BS because I always asked her what she wanted to do and asked her opinion and I never caused, cussed at her or directed foul language. Only sometimes my volume would raise and I would be firm with my tone. Well, duh. What's interesting is the actual words you use is only like 10% of what you communicate. It's the tone and the expression on your face. And women are emotional beings. They can feel this shit. She knows what you're feeling. And so to her, it came across as anger. And so instead of denying it 
and bullshitting yourself and thinking you're Mr. Perfect, you need to take that honest feedback from a woman because that's what women do. They find the chinks in your armor and they point them out to you. Why? So you can become a better fucking man. The really reason I think it didn't work was because I acted like a needy woman, probably. I chased for a little after we broke up, but not like a psycho stalker, lol. I just kept saying, I think we can make it work. Let's meet up in person and talk about it in person, but she kept making excuses that she had work or something to do. I.e., she just wasn't interested, bro. This went on for like one week after we broke up, but I really didn't call her or text her much. Maybe in that week, I texted her five or six times, to which she replied. That's pretty much every day, dude. How, do you, how can you say that you're not texting her that much? Come on, man. You're bullshitting yourself here. And one of the texts I told her that I actually loved her, which I had never told her before, so that must have freaked her out. She dumps you and you're like, I love you. The I love you is like a bribe. Oh, please come back to me. I love you. She never said that she loved me too or anything, but she did say that she cared about me a lot and that she would always be there for me. I'll always be there for you. You can count on me until I find somebody else. And that was the last conversation I had with her. And then I went into no contact. Then I found your material and started to apply it on other women. But the women I like seem to reject me. And the ones I don't get attracted to me, LOL. Well, that's the problem is you're putting women on a pedestal that you really like. And you're treating them different than instead of treating all of them the same. That's your problem, bro. You over-pursue. You chase too much. You're, you're too nice. You're too compliant. You act like a nice guy. Because you don't want to upset them. You don't want to blow it. Women want a man who will act more like a man than they do. He says, but I will keep trying. And about two weeks ago, on December 27th, my ex texted me after about two months saying, hi, how are you doing? And then about two hours later, I replied saying, I'm doing great. And you? But ever since then, she hasn't said anything else. And it's been about two weeks now. Was that the right response I gave? I would have said, hey, Merry Christmas. Great to hear from you. I would really love to see you. When are you free to get together for a drink? That's what I would have said. Be direct. Be decisive. Get right to the point. You don't have to send 15, Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? It's like, what's the point? Be a man. Be direct. Get right to the fucking point. He says, or should I have asked her out right there? Duh. And why did she text me after two months and then just stop? What should be my next move? Well, you were the same guy. You were indecisive and indirect. And your next move should be nothing. It's like a game of tennis. You hit the ball back over the net and she hasn't hit it back yet. Walk and never look back. That's all you can really do. He says, please give me any insight in this matter. I would be grateful. It's been eating away inside of me the last couple of days. So there's nothing you can do at this point. When she reaches out next time, then say, hey, great to hear from you. I'd really love to see you. When are you free to get together? Make a date. Hang on, have fun and hook up, bro. Keep it simple. Let's move on to the third email. Guy says, hey, Corey, I was in a relationship. I met another woman in training when I started a new job. Our training was at a remote location. We spent about three months together. And of course, we both started to develop feelings. Given that I knew I really wasn't in love with my old girlfriend anymore, I started to develop the relationship on the side. You cheating fucking two-timing little bastard. Naughty. In March 3rd, because you got to be man enough to say, hey, I'm not happy in this relationship and leave. Don't fucking string your girlfriend along. That's not cool. In March of 2013, I broke it off with my old girlfriend and started discussing starting to build a relationship with a woman from training. <clears throat> Big mistake. You should have just hang out, been hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. But instead, you started acting like a woman. Why? Because you really like this new girl. 
but you really didn't care about your old girlfriend that much. Which obviously is probably going to lead to you getting rejected, which let's see if that's what happens. The woman from training was okay with this and we started to discuss things. In May 2013, I got my own place and late in May, the new woman and I got into a miscommunication in which she thought I was back with my ex. Not true. Unfortunately, it seems that this woman has passive-aggressive streak and will cease all communication for weeks. Eject, eject, eject. Hit, hit the delete button, man. She's passive-aggressive. You don't want to fuck with that. It just make your life miserable. I dated a passive-aggressive woman. It was She made my fucking... When things were great, they were fucking spectacular. As, as good as they'd ever been. But when they were bad, it was a motherfucker. It's like I felt like throwing myself in front of an oncoming train or something. It's just... It was horrible. Don't fuck with women like that. Let them go get the help that they need from a therapist or a psychologist or whatever. Deal with their issues because you don't want to fuck with that. They'll make your life a living hell. He says, I didn't like the way she treated me in the passive-aggressive mode during the relationship. And maybe there wasn't enough trust for us to be in a relationship. Oh, he says, I sent her a text and said, I didn't like the way she had treated me in the passive-aggressive mode during this relationship. And maybe there wasn't enough trust for us to have a relationship. Again, this is someone you're just kind of casually dating. And you're all and this, you're creating all kinds of fucking unnecessary drama here and acting like a woman. He says, then I punked out later that evening and threw my feelings of wanting to be with her all over her. About three days later, she texted that she was pissed and that she saw us having a relationship together, marriage, etc. But maybe this is best. I then texted her and said, we should talk. I got no reply. Finally, after a month, I called her. Again, you're still pursuing, dude. And asked what she felt. Obviously, she ain't feeling nothing because she didn't contact you for a month. And she says, I don't know how I feel. She knows. She just don't want to tell you because she just want to hurt your feelings. She's not into you, dude. That's why you haven't heard from her. You blew it. <laughs> then over the summer, we would talk on the phone, meaning you probably continue to chase. And she would just say the same thing and leave me hanging when I tried to set up a time to meet. By fall, we were back in training and she was cold. And when I would ask her to meet, but she would, she would always voluntarily eat and chat with me at lunch. She basically said, let's have no pressure. And when I asked her if we were worth saving, again, you're acting like a fucking total woman here, dude. You're not acting like a man. Can you imagine James Bond acting like this or saying shit like this? Ain't gonna happen. He says, I ended up vomiting my feelings all over her and got friend zoned. What do you expect, dude? I can predict that like the fucking, that the, like the sun's going to come up every day and the moon's going to come out at night. It's like when you understand human behavior, you can set your fucking watch to it. He says, I complied but did not call or text her when I had said that I would in two weeks. Then I found your book and held for three months with no call or text. Good job. At least you fucking held out. He says, then I get a Christmas text saying, Merry Christmas. I hope you are spending time with family and enjoying your time off. I know this is not a group text. He says, I waited a day and then texted, Happy holidays to you as well. It's really great to hear from you. Check your calendar for after the year and let's catch up over drinks. Talk to you later. Perfect. Good job. You listened. All right. To present, I received no call no text or call back. What is she thinking? How should I proceed giving I want her back? You should do nothing. You should wait to hear from her. She'll reach out to you if she has any interest. But what was good about what you did is that you, instead of acting like a woman, this time after three months, 
You are direct, you are decisive, and you can completely communicate what you're interested in. And that's getting together to meet up for drinks. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. It's that simple. And then when she gets in touch, I'd say, hey, great to hear from you. Why don't you grab a bottle of wine and come on over to my place and we'll make dinner together. And then hang out, have fun, and hook up at your place. And if she doesn't want to do that or she's got some kind of excuse or she's like, well, let's meet out somewhere, then just say, hey, it's been a really long week. I'm really tired. I'm really just in the mood to hang. So if you're not down with that, then give me a call in two or three weeks and once things settle down, then we can do something more formal. And just leave it that. And then wait to see what she says. One or two things will happen. She'll go, no, no, it's okay. Uh, what would you like me to bring? What kind of wine? What kind of drinks? What kind of coffee? What kind of tea? Whatever. Or she'll go, oh, okay. And then do nothing. And when she reaches out, give her the same thing. Like, Don't go out of your way for this girl. She blew you off like you were nothing. Even though it was your behavior that led to that. Make her come to you. Make her earn you back. So... That's all you have to do. You don't have to call her, you don't have to text her, nothing. Just wait and just follow what I just explained and you'll be good. All right, so let's get into the fourth email. This guy says, hey, Corey, my email, the last email that I sent you was the first one that you read in your recent video. For me, it's over, I'm sorry. I've now realized that I was complacent and must never stop courting the girl I'm with. I thought that I'd fallen out of love with her. She wasn't feeling things either because of my complacency, so we ended things in mid-December. After things calmed down over the break, after my exams, I realized that I made a mistake and wanted her back. I.e., you didn't find anybody new, you became fearful that you'd never find anybody again that you had that great of a connection with, and then you went running back. The bottom line is it didn't work the first time around. And you can't make this girl into what it is, you can't make her into the perfect girl that you want. You gotta have the balls and the testicle fortitude to hold out. And there's a great book that you should read by Dick Marcinko. It's called The Rogue Warrior. It's probably like 15 years old. He's the, he's the guy that founded SEAL Team 6. He's the guy that put into place all of the training that became the ultimate SEAL team. Guy's a fucking total badass. And he's a fucking total alpha male. I highly recommend it. The Rogue Warrior. Dick or Richard Marcinko. He says, obviously she was confused when I came back and texted her to come by later that week and said I thought we talked about things and ended it. So after texting her a few days after the breakup, I didn't contact her for a couple of weeks because she needed a little space and said that she didn't want to talk about the relationship anymore because she was tired and it was stale near the end. So I took a step back, realized that love is always fun and playful and I need to work on myself and get back on track mentality. Something that I got away from during the last few months of the three-year relationship. You weren't focusing on your purpose and your mission in life. That is absolutely paramount to a man being successful is doing something that he loves for a living, focusing on his career or his business, his mission, his purpose in life. But when you make the woman your purpose, it just always dissolves because you're not acting like that's what a man is all about that's what that's why women like to date guys that are very successful and have their shit together it's not about the money it's because the guy's acting like a man is supposed to act masculine energy is about purpose drive mission succeeding accomplishing breaking through barriers things of that nature he says anyways two weeks went by and i fired a text saying happy new year you're still chasing here dude so it sounds like you were the one that actually got dumped your whole approach is wrong here. You're still chasing her, trying to, to get her back. It's funny, like guys that I'm talking to on the phone, 
they'll say, oh, we mutually agreed to end things. And when I ask a few more questions, it's basically what happened was they got dumped by the woman because that's really important. And it always comes out. Well, she was wanted, but I agreed with it. Like, that's not mutual, dude. You got dumped and just went along with it because you didn't want to look like a schmuck. He says she replied saying, hey, you too. How was your Christmas? She probably took it as a friendly thing and thought I was over things too. I replied, it was a good time. What about you? She then said, yeah, it was good. For context purposes, we live with our folks and we brought up, bought a cat together, which lives at my place and about two years into the relationship. So her next text was, how was the cat? I miss her a lot. I felt like I was sliding into the post breakup friends, friendship texting mode. So I just aimed to be assertive and said, I'm out with friends right now, so I can't text. You reach out to her and start texting her and then you say, oh, I got to go? That's silly. Thinking, oh, if I abruptly end this, it's going to make her want me back. You're chasing her, dude, so you're already in a weak position. So then he says, if you want to grab a drink sometime, let me know. And then he puts in parentheses, too much of a cold fish when she was asking questions and made it clear I didn't want to text. She said, yeah, that's fine to the text about me being out. Didn't comment on the drink part and that was that. You just walk and never look back, dude. He says, it seems to me that she's being friendly but her attraction level is below a five. Well, that's because you're chasing her and trying to get her to change her mind. Which means if I show her my cards, I won't get anywhere at this point. But she wants to see the cat and has things at my place so she'll want to come by and see the cat at some point. How do I approach this so she doesn't feel awkward about coming by, meaning she thinks I still like her and she doesn't feel the same way. If you're interested in her, you should be – there's nothing to hide there. You have to be clear in your tent, not cover it up because otherwise if you're covering up your feelings and acting like the friend, she's going to think, oh, cool. He's totally over the relationship and he doesn't want to get back together so now I can be friends with him. That's what she's going to think. You don't want to give her the wrong impression by being phony. He says, I want to rebuild the attraction and give her another chance at being with Mr. Wright, the one she fell in love with in the first place. That has to be something that she wants and comes up with the idea on her own. He says, I was out last weekend hooking up with another girl, which was a good time, but obviously want to figure things out with the ex. There's nothing to figure out. She doesn't want to get back together with you. Everything that you share with me shows that she's out of the picture, bro. He says, who I'm sure is hanging out with other guys at this point. I'm sure. It's less than a month from the breakup and I feel like it will be harder to integrate back together if I wait too long to see if she wants to come by to see the cat. In other words, Corey, I think I have to do something to get her back. It's like the problem was that's going to get you nowhere. If you've been watching my videos, it's like countless times I read it and the guy gets nowhere when he chases. It's like you're swimming upstream, dude. You're wearing yourself out. He says, should I use the fact that she needs to come over as an opportunity to be indifferent and show her that I don't care whether she's in my life or not? If she reaches out to you, you should assume she wants to see you. And then she, you should be like, hey, babe, I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? Let's meet up for a drink. Hang out and have fun and hook up. It's really simple. She hasn't texted or called at any point and didn't respond to the grabbing a drink. So is there any point in me showing indicators of interest and in in raising her guard up about coming by? There's nothing to do. You gotta wait to hear from her. So, like I said, that's he goes on here, but there's really no point in reading the last paragraph of this because it's just going on in circles here. What you need to do is nothing. 
when she reaches out, assume she wants to see you, and then make a date. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. It's that simple. If she's not interested in getting together and making a date or meeting up for drinks, then just say, great, well, give me a call if you change your mind because I'm not interested in just being friends. I can't do that. It doesn't work for me. I love you. I adore you. I want to spend time with you. But if you're not interested in that, give me a call if you change your mind. Wish you all the best. Have a great day. And leave it at that. And you walk and you never look back. So let's get into the fifth and final email. This guy says, hey, coach, I have no confidence issues. I've been a, I have a charismatic smile and went out for a night a few months ago with my buddy. We attracted a group of good-looking girls who came over and talked to us, and it turned out one girl in particular I liked happened to also like me. I read the signs, and we were together all night. Perfect. So this girl, she had recently broke up with her ex, and they'd been together for about a year, but she left him as he made her feel like shit. She'd been single for about two weeks the night I met her. We were texting for a few days, and then I met her for coffee. Coffee? Huh? Make dates in the evening that can lead to sex. The whole purpose of a date is to create a fun-filled romantic opportunity for sex to happen. Going to coffee, that's what a friend would do. That's what her, her gay male girlfriend would do. Oh, ooh, let's, let's get together and hang out and over coffee. I ended things with a passionate kiss so much that later on in the evening she texted me saying she can't stop thinking about that kiss. Well, at least you did one thing right. During the next three months, we dated every week and decided to become an exclusive couple. We shared a lot of things like couples do. I have a lot to offer, and if a girl doesn't want to be with me, then I won't chase them. Life is too short, but this girl really got to me. I think my last date with her I may have come across as a bit needy, wanting to hold her hand while we drove and as it was Christmas, and I bought her some really nice gifts. Did she buy anything for you? She doesn't earn much, so she felt a bit overwhelmed that she could never give me the same type of gifts, which is fine. It's not important to me how much she earns, plus my gifts to her were very thoughtful. I don't think she had had that before because she's young, she's 21, and I'm 29. All this continued, and then New Year's Eve came, and I received a text message. He, he says, yes, a text message, saying she needs space. She loved all the time she's been with me, but she just needs to sort herself out. In other words, you're acting too much like a woman, you're acting needy, and you're not acting like the man I was really attracted to in the beginning, so therefore I'm going to put you in friend zone, and if I decide to come back, I'll come back, but if you keep acting like a friend, that's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to stay. That's what she's communicating. He says, however, through a bit of Facebook stalking, I actually find out she's back with her ex. The idiot. What the fuck? That's what happened. Well, see, the thing is, that's a double-edged sword. When you date a woman that just broke up, with her ex, if you don't, if your game isn't 100% tight, and the guy's trying to come back, and you're act, you're acting like a woman, and the other guy's acting like a man, she's gonna always go back to their guy because she has she had a year or more long with him. He says some people say that because she wasn't 100% truthful, it shows that she cares about me. I'm not sure. Two days after the breakup, I received the same breakup message at 4 a.m. from her. A technical fault, maybe, but. Gut feeling says that she was thinking of me. It was just a conversation starter. I was right because in the afternoon she sent me a normal text asking if I had a good New Year's Eve and let me think. You broke up with me, so it would have been a better LOL. I didn't say this. He says this girl and her ex work in the same premises, so I can only figure he's been working on her for a little while saying shit like I'll change, I miss you, etc. 
By all accounts, he's the complete opposite of me. I have a nice place, I focus on my career, and I'm very driven. The other guy is 24 and a security guy, loves his weights, and is a bit of a lad. If you don't know what the hell you're talking about, a bit of a lad. He's an English dude, so. Normally I wouldn't care, but I really like this girl, and I feel that there must be something else going on here for it to be all of a sudden. No, it's quite simple. She got back together with the, get, the ex because you were acting too much like a woman. He's, maybe she's back with him and eventually he'll turn out the same and make her feel like shit before. I've had no contact with her for a week and two days ago I sent her a text which didn't get a reply. Stop fucking chasing women that blow you off for the ex. You're not going to get anywhere doing that. Now, like, like these guys, I come across so many guys who are like, hey, I tried to text your ex program and it didn't get me anywhere. It's like, duh. He says, however, it was sort of rhetorical anyway and it did not require a reply, but she should have done it if she wanted to. Obviously, she didn't want to. That's why she didn't reply. My aim was just to plant a seed. Stop it. You stop 100% of your forward movement when a woman does this to you. You just walk and never look back because you're a catch. You're going to find somebody better. That's the attitude that you need to have. Besides, she's with her loser ex-boyfriend. You know, it sounds like her goals and values are more aligned with him than they are yours. You deserve to have a woman that has similar goals and values to you. A woman who's successful and beautiful and has her shit together. One would never date a guy that's a fucking douchebag. He says, so if I did come across as needy in the last Christmas date, this just pushed her back to her ex. What should I do is damage control and make her like me again and feel that same passion as before. A big donut. Nada. Nothing. Have I blown it or is no contact the best thing here? You want to walk and never look back. Because if you keep chasing her, she's already didn't ignore, she ignored your last text and didn't respond to it. So why would you think if you continue to text her, it's going to make anything different? There's no clever argument here. Her feelings emotionally are with the ex-boyfriend. They're not with you. You were with her for a short period of time. She was with that dude for a whole year. So it's during the holidays. She's going to have a much stronger bond with him because of the history they have. And you, there's nothing you can do. You just simply didn't have enough time with her. He says, also, I'm perfectly fine going on other dates, but should I be public about this? For example, if I were to put on Facebook, great evening with XYZ, is there a chance she'll see it? Sure, why not? Live your life. Love your life. Perfect your life. Make it a fucking masterpiece. If you're partying like a rock star or you're rocking out with your cock out and you got some great pictures, fucking throw them on Facebook. Don't do it for her. Do it for you because that's who you are because you're having a great time. And she'll fill in the blanks herself. At the end of the day, if she's not hitting the tennis ball back over, it really doesn't fucking matter. He said, would this just piss her off and look like I didn't care that much? Or would it make her show interest in me again because other girls are interested? It would show that you've got opportunities and you've moved on with your life. So that's what I would do if, if I were you. I would do absolutely nothing. Just walk and never look back. And if she ever calls you or texts you, or send you an email. I'm not talking about liking your posts on Facebook because typically what women start to do is they start liking your Facebook posts. And then when you don't respond to that or mention anything, then they might start commenting on your Facebook posts. But what you really want them to do is you want them to send you a personal email or send you a text or call you. Then if they do that, then you say, hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? Let's meet up for a drink. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Keep it fucking simple, dude. That's all you have to do. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone coaching session. You can do that by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whatever option it works for you. 
and I will talk to you soon.